Hello everyone and welcome to Love Qualified Podcast. My name is Joni and I am your host. Love Qualified is a ministry that is dedicated to encouraging others to experience the sovereign love of the one true God who has qualified us to be his beloved ones. Today's episode is the very first one in the series, No Longer Slaves, and we're going to be talking about why Jesus is the only way to freedom. I have been super duper excited to start this series, especially especially since God laid this word freedom on my heart last year. And I remember I was in the library at university at the time and the scripture that God laid on my heart was Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 which says, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. And I remember writing that passage down and sticking it on my wall and just looking at it and thinking about it and meditating on it. And I've just been meditating on the word freedom and what it actually means to be free. And the word freedom even became my word for this year, 2019. So I'm really excited to get the series going. Now, freedom is a very commonly used word. And I say this because in our world today, we are constantly fighting to be free from one thing or the other. And thinking about this just makes me think um, of the famous speech I Have a Dream, which was made by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in August 1963 in Washington. And this speech was a cry for freedom where he called for civil and economic rights as well as an end to slavery in the United States. And it was such a memorable speech that it is still referred to to this day and many people still remember it. But even though that speech was made a long time ago, if we keep up to date with the news or anything that is going on in the world today, we would see that the fight for freedom is one that sadly still continues to this day. And in fact, things like freedom of speech, freedom of self-expression, freedom to choose, freedom to do whatever we want with our bodies, freedom to vote, freedom to drive, are just some of the things that people in different parts of the world are still fighting for. So from all these examples, we can see that everyone, whether Christian or not, acknowledges the fact that there is a problem which needs to be fixed and there is a chain that needs to be broken. But the reason we keep going round and round in circles is because the world doesn't focus on the root of the problem. The world focuses on the mere shadows of the root of the problem, the sugar-coated versions of the problem. And in fact, the world shies away and shuns the real problem. And that's why all the fixes it provides never last. And so what is the root of the problem? It's sin. It's disobedience, constantly missing the mark that God has set for us. The decision to repeatedly reject God and choose our own selfish desires instead of his good, perfect design and purpose for us. And this comes with a price. The Bible tells us that there are consequences for sinning and the wages of sin is death. Death is the ultimate punishment because by sinning and rejecting God, we have incurred his wrath. 
But now the world thinks it is free because according to it, freedom means to do whatever you want to do or think whatever you want to think or even say whatever you want to say. And that's what the world is fighting for. But the Apostle Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 10, 23, that we may be allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for us and not everything is beneficial for us. The world sees freedom as doing whatever it is we feel like doing and we, like sheep for the slaughter, follow this principle and seek every kind of temporary pleasure our flesh offers us. And we fill our thoughts, our minds, our hearts and our mouths with things that defy us, even even though our bodies have been made to be a dwelling place for the Holy Spirit who is the very presence of God And so freedom, according to the world, is the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. And and I think that this is very interesting because living free, according to the world, means doing whatever your flesh tells you to do. This means becoming subject to your feelings, your desires and your thoughts. This means allowing your flesh to control your lives and not having the power to resist. So looking at it critically, we can see that the freedom the world claims to offer isn't really freedom because choosing to stand with the world means choosing to become a slave to the flesh. And when I say flesh, I basically mean, and I'm going to borrow Pastor John Piper's definition here, which is based on scripture, it basically means any human action or achievement without dependence on the Holy Spirit and without glorifying Jesus Christ. That is what I mean by the flesh. So in other words, we really aren't free, but we're still being enslaved or imprisoned by our sinful and disobedient nature. The world promises us a mediocre life where we are so powerless and have no control over our flesh But friends, that is certainly not the kind of life God created us for. And that is certainly not the kind of life he has called us to live as his precious, beloved children. So if we're living this kind of life and not fulfilling the purpose for which God has called us, we need to first of all acknowledge the problem and then look to the one who is able to give us true freedom. The Apostle Paul wrote a letter to a couple of churches in Galatia addressing some important issues, one of which was defending the authenticity of the true gospel. And he started off in Galatians 4 by using the story of Abraham and his two sons Ishmael and Isaac to illustrate God's two covenants. And the covenant given to Moses at Mount Sinai represents the covenant under the law. And this covenant requires us to fulfill every single law in the Torah in order for us to be made right with God. This covenant is likened to Abraham's first son, Ishmael, who was born of the slave wife, Hagar. Ishmael wasn't the promised son. He was born out of impatience, unbelief and lack of faith. It was a human attempt to fulfill God's promises. But Isaac... Isaac was the true son of the promise. He was born of Sarah, the free woman, and in God's appointed time. And this represents the heavenly Jerusalem. In the same way, as children of God, we are not children of the slave woman who were obligated by the law. We are children of the free woman, and we have been made acceptable to God. 
And this has only been made possible because of one man and his name is Jesus. Jesus recognized that there was a problem and it needed a permanent fix, not the temporary fixes that had been carried out in the Old Testament through the constant offering of sacrifices to wash the people of their sins and prevent them from incurring God's wrath. No, Jesus came to be that one sacrifice that will fix the problem once and for all. And what makes this act of love so important is that Jesus didn't need to leave his home in heaven to come down to earth to die for us. He didn't need to leave all his heavenly riches and comfort just to be born of his own creation and to suffer alongside them. He certainly didn't need to go through that shameful process of being beaten and treated like a criminal and even being nailed to the cross and dying a shameful death all for our sake. Jesus is God and God didn't need to do that for us. We were not worthy and we never will be worthy or deserving of his love. But the Bible tells us that Jesus not only took upon himself our sins, but that he became sin itself. Remember, this was a man who had never sinned, but he became sin itself. And all of God's wrath and punishment and anger was placed on him. Jesus paid the full price and he was the ultimate blameless sacrifice, fulfilling all the laws of the Torah so we don't have to do that anymore. And this means that there is no more wrath and our sins of yesterday, today and tomorrow have all been forgiven and forgotten. So if you're listening to this and thinking that you have done so so many not so good things and that God could never forgive you, Please be comforted and be encouraged today in his word because Romans 8, 1 to 2 tells us that therefore, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Jesus died to deliver us from this present evil world, not presently to remove his people out of it, no, but to rescue them from the power of it, to keep them from the evil of it, and in due time to possess them of another and better world. Friends, that is what the gospel is about. That is the good news. No one else was able to do what Jesus did. He did it all by himself. And that is why he's the only way to freedom. So what we need to do now is place all our faith and our hope in this man who saved us from an eternity of punishment. This man who saved us from the chains of sin and guilt and death. This man who has given us access to God's presence and eternal life. His name is Jesus and he loves you. God is the one who has single-handedly called us to live in freedom. Not the kind of freedom the world offers you, which only satisfies our sinful nature. No, but freedom to serve one another in love. And because of Jesus, we can confidently say with our chest (laughs) that we are no longer slaves. But we have been justified, that is, we have been made right with God. We are continuously being sanctified, that is, being set apart as holy. And we will be glorified when we meet him face to face in heaven. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Please join me on the first Saturday of every month as I host discussions to do with hope, faith, love and lifestyle. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and share this podcast with anyone who you think will be blessed by it. Also, while you're at it, check out my blog, Love Qualified. Check out my book on Amazon, Outpourings of a Beloved Heart. My YouTube channel, Love Qualified. And my Instagram page, at Joni White. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely day and God bless.